Marty Pasternak, and as always, thank you very much for tuning in. My quote today, as far as I know at least, does not come from any deep philosophical mind or motivational speaker or even one of these wonderful inspirational memes that we can find on social media. It comes from a 79-year-old man named Dick, and Dick is a good friend of mine. I talk to him regularly. And he has a quote that he often says, it goes, when I react, I pay. And I was thinking about this, and I wrote a little bit about this in my blog for today. Um, because A, uh, somebody had mentioned doing a podcast on reactions, and especially emotional reactions. But B, I'm a reactive person, Right. And I was thinking about it, especially over the past couple of years, you know, I had this wonderful life built up on the outside. You know, you talked to me or you, you knew me. I was going to school. I was getting married. I was moving. I had a, a good career. I had it having a child or had a child, <clears throat> had a decent car, had a house, you know, had lots of friends. People relied on me for a lot of things. And things were really good. But I had this explosive, explosive anger. And it was a pretty substantial problem because it would really impact those that were closest to me. You know, the ones I spend the most time with. Now, if you know anything about me, I'm an educator. So some of the people I spend the most time with are 11, 12, and 13-year-old men and women. <laughs> Not necessarily the best way or best people to be around when I have an explosive anger. And then, of course, my wife and my daughter. Now, I have been truly fortunate that I have never really blown up on my daughter. But everybody else, I have. And for a long time, I didn't know why. It was one of these things where everything in my life was great. Why would I have this explosive anger? Why would I have all this bottled-up rage that would just be unleashed on people for absolutely no reason? So I'm going to talk a little bit about my self-discovery with this and the process that I've gone through to not be so reactive and not pay the price for it just after this quick word from our sponsor. So how did I change or how do I change my reactive personality? And before I go into that, I need to admit that my anger... My reactivity, not even just my anger, but my reactions to various problems have gotten me in a lot of trouble. I'm not really the kind of guy that likes to bite my tongue to anybody, whether it be bosses or um, it went years ago police officers, um, now my ex-wife, part of one of the reasons why she's my ex-wife. <clears throat> I'm not a guy that bites my tongue well. And I'm also really blunt, straightforward, and kind of have a very dark si uh, sense of humor. So these things, all in combination, 
really do not bode well for good things to happen when I'm reacting. And I'm also a, I'm a larger man, but I'm also a very loud man. So when I react, I'm, I scare people, even if I'm not intending on hurting them. And I'll give you a prime example. About a year ago, well, I'd say actually probably a year and a half ago, there was a student, I won't mention his name primarily because I'm going to call him a jerk, but he was just a jerk. <laughs> he was one of the worst behaved students I had ever met. And this one particular day, it was shortly after I found out that my wife, had, or ex-wife, wife at the time, had filed divorce. And, um... He was just like in and out of classes. He was not doing what he should have been doing. And I lost it on him to the point a teacher, like five classrooms down the hall, was concerned that I literally was just losing my mind and they were going to have to call the police or something because I needed to go to the flight deck. And I'm not proud of this. And I'm not saying this in a bragging sort of way. But I did that. And it was solely because I had other things going on in my life that I wasn't dealing with. But this kid got this reaction. I scared other adults and children in my school. And it concerned me. And now, like my friend Dick said, when I, when I react, I pay. So not only did I have to pay with the embarrassment of everything that was going on, but then I also kind of learned why this kid was a jerk. Because that's the, one of the things I don't always pay attention to, especially when I'm being reactive. I'm not paying attention to what the other person has going on. Because in that moment, it doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is I'm right, or I'm justified, or I get my point across, whatever it might be. And um, it turned out that this young man had watched his father get murdered not too long ago. And actually was going to be testifying in court over this. And I just hollered at him worse than probably any adult ever had. Because he was being a teenage boy who was going, who had witnessed an emotional trauma and was experiencing another emotional trauma. This was a huge wake up for me, right? <clears throat> yeah, I had a lot of stuff going on, but my reaction was way too out there. And I completely disregarded the emotional well-being of another human being. So I started to take a look at this, and obviously, especially right after the divorce, or as the divorce was happening, I started taking a look at this because, yeah, it was definitely a mutual deal. My ex and I, unfortunately, we were both bad for each other, but I needed to look at my part. And when I'm reacting, especially out of anger or fear or any of these characteristics that are just negative, right? it usually boils down to something within me and I'm not happy with me. And I started this podcast by saying all these wonderful things I had in my life. Folks, I have had a great life for a long time. So when somebody posed the, the question to me of why aren't you happy, Marty? I was really confused because I should have been. The problem is... I was always this kind of guy that liked to please people, but then when people weren't pleased, I got really pissed off at them, right? And I tried to do everything to make everybody around me happy, including putting, putting things to the side that 
what made me happy. And I'm not even talking necessarily about, you know, like sports or watching TV or things like that. Just things that genuinely make me happy, like this podcast, you know, talking uh, to others about my problems, talking to others about their problems. These are the kind of things that make me happy, as well as my athletics, my working out. Um, I, I like building models. I love cooking. Things like that. I'd put all of that to the side and take on everyone else's problems and do everything I could to make them happy. And then I'd find ways or find things that upset me. And I'd hold them in until that, that shoelace broke. Until that one thing set me off and I, I would go through the roof. And I don't know if you have a problem with this. I know at least one person listening to this podcast does because they asked me to do an episode on this. I needed to learn how to become happy with me, with who I am and who I, I have become. And it sounds cheesy. It sounds mushy. It sounds just completely opposite of everything I stood for. But I needed to. And for quite some time, I had to do some genuine soul searching. I had to talk to a lot of men in my life and mentors that, well, they were happy. And they weren't happy because of all of the wonderful materialistic stuff they had. They were happy because of who they are and what they do. And that's actually what kind of stemmed or started this whole podcast. You know, I truly love helping others as long as I'm not taking on their problems. I, I should preface that a little bit. As long as I am not <clears throat> trying to be the sole purveyor of one's happiness besides myself. And being able to do that in a venue like this provides me the opportunity to help others without having the additional responsibility of taking on their problems. And it's wonderful and it's meaningful to me. And I found those purposes that I have in my life. That true north, I'm going way back to the Spartan Race podcast, but having that true north, having that desire and that focus on what I need to do, what I want to do, and what makes me complete, has brought me a level of happiness that I don't react anymore. You know, my students today, I'm still a very loud man. Um, I, they, I'm told that I'm the loudest man in my building, which I actually do take pride on. But they joke with me that I have to be bipolar because I will yell louder than everybody in the room. And then as soon as I have the attention of, you know, 100 kids, because <laughs> it's usually in like the auditorium or something like that, I'll go back to talking to them in a normal tone with a smile on my face and very upbeat. And they don't understand how I can do that. And it's because I'm not yelling out of anger. I'm just yelling out to get their attention. I honestly cannot tell you the last time I yelled at somebody out of anger. Now, there are other things that I react on, or other ways I react, I should say. There's other things that I do. But anger has been that one consistency throughout my life that I'm finally starting to tackle. What's that one reaction that you have, that you struggle with on a regular basis? You know, whether it's living in fear, isolating, or maybe it is anger. Some people are, it's lust, things like that. Shoot me a message on Twitter, at Marty's underscore minute. You can also direct message me, especially with something like this that you don't want the world to know. And let me know what you're struggling with. 
You can also always comment on my blogs, martysminute.us. I've been really loving to see how popular that's becoming. I'm enjoying the, the message I'm getting through there. And folks, remember, the quality of your thinking determines the quality of your life. If you're remembering, A, that other people are going through shit too, but B, your reactions are going to determine your consequences, you will pause when agitated. You will take a second to realize maybe this is not the right course of action, and you will go about it in a different way. But if you're just flying off the cuff because you have no outlet, there's something wrong. And you need to find that purpose in your life to truly find your happiness. So thank you very much, folks, and have a wonderful day.